the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. Talking all things financial, getting you to retirement is the goal. Some trends to think about. Tech trends, demographic trends, millennial spending trends. It's always out there. No one can predict how the future is going to shake out, but a trend can be your friend and you can ride it quite far. And you can make educated guesses on how trends will impact stocks and economies. So, a couple things that are out there right now that looks like trends for the next year, two years, is large companies are starting to tout the heck out of their solar-powered offices. Or, uh, whether it be Apple or Google, for instance... We don't rely on fossil fuels, and yet they kind of do. But they're trying to do their best not to, as well as replace what they're doing, I guess you could say, on an evil basis to the environment. That's really stretching it, but you see what I'm trying to get at. Um, You're starting to see what are called material scientists and architects. They're starting to develop bricks that have bacteria They're making cement that captures carbon dioxide. They're creating building cooling systems using nothing but available wind and, and, you know, the sun, Um, which is pretty cool. That's one of the big trends out there right now is material scientists. Uh, Elsewhere, another trend I think you can say fairly will be business bots. Uh, A friend of mine sent me a link, someone I've worked with in the past, It's like, you should make a bot of yourself. I'm like, what are you talking about? And you answer enough questions, and then suddenly, I don't actually have to do the show. I can just turn the bot on, and you can call in and ask the bot questions. Uh, It's not quite there yet, of course, but you can make a bot of yourself. And 
okay, I'm with it. Uh, keep in mind, Microsoft introduced a bot last year that, as it learned, it learned to become incredibly racist. And it learned to basically want to wipe out all people on the planet. So they had to shut that bot down. And they've just recently introduced a new one. But bots have been put into chat services. Entrepreneurs are going to use artificial intelligence to handle the logistics of running a business. Um, certainly, I need to reset my password for the company that I work for. Or I got locked out and can't use the time clock. There doesn't need to be a real human on the other side of that interaction. The question of, okay, what's your social security number? What is your last known password? That could all be handled by a pretty simple bot. So, as the New York Post would put it, it's the end of jobs. So, instead of end of days, we're moving quickly to replace all people. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. happened in radio for years where big companies like Clear Channel will, you know, have 10 stations and they'll have one person doing weather in 10 different stations, one person doing a morning show for four or five stations in a region. Uh, you just kill the local references and do your radio show. Uh, so it's not that crazy that it's also moved to TV um, as well. I know there's one company right now out of Texas who's doing a morning show for four or five markets. One morning show for four or five markets. But, it, you know, morning shows are typically local. Not so much anymore. So bots are going to be big. Um, and you're going to see more and more of them. So um, a research and development bot might automatically solicit designs from freelancers, while a sales and marketing bot polishes the online e-commerce platform. Um we're going to move beyond the very simple bot that can replace a password for you to bots that can do, you know, essentially high-tech jobs. I've had this argument on a trend that I think will continue. And, uh, you know, recently we had our elections, and one of the things in our elections was, you know, we need to tax this and we need to tax that. In this case, it was soda. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, starting to see cigarette taxes go higher and higher and higher and alcohol taxes go higher and higher and higher. And I quickly, it dawned on me that you can tax sins pretty easily. And people will go, well, we're taking soda away from kids and, you know, they'll turn into fat diabetic kids, oompa loompas. So let's tax them. And it's kind of an unfair tax because if you're a millionaire paying a penny uh, in tax for a soda, it's not as bad as being someone who's making thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 a year. So it's one of those taxes that's not distributed evenly, so to speak. Um, but you get the idea. So one of the ideas on taxes that I threw out there was why not tax meat? Uh, meat consumes a lot of water. Cows need water. Uh, cows need grass. Grass needs water. Cows fart. There's a big gas issue tied towards methane and our, our oxygen on the planet from meat. Uh, and I think one of the big trends is you're going to see more and more plant-based proteins and they're going to gain in popularity. 
So as a replacement, slaughtering, slaughtering live animals. I think there will be a moral issue that continues to get into play, um, and I think there will also just be a environmental issue. So let's tax meat. Let's tax milk. Um, the you know, tissues drawn painlessly from live animals will be engineered to create synthetic lab-grown food. So a lot of people believe synthetic food will be in every grocery store, and uh, we're going to start seeing some new plant-based meat replacements at grocery stores. There'll be a bigger vegan aisle, um, and it'll taste better than ever, which has been the problem to date. So, uh, yeah, I think I do think we move more towards synthetics and. If you have a kid today who's, say, you know, 10 years old, I think you can make an argument that in his lifetime, you know, we won't, he won't be eating a big T-bone steak when he turns 70, or maybe his kids won't be eating prime rib. I think you can make that argument. Now, again, it seems like a stretch, sure. There was a day when, you know, you didn't have to wear seatbelts in cars, and everyone was like, oh, I'll never wear a seatbelt. It's too constricting. So another big trend in society right now is virtual reality. And I think in my hope and my desire, virtual reality will overtake sporting events and concerts. Um, I, I would love to go see the Lumineers, but I don't really want to stand around with other people at a concert. So instead of shelling out $100 to see Kanye, um, if I can get in the front row with a virtual reality device and feel like I'm there... Um, literally being steps away from Kanye, I, I'd, I'd be all for that. We'll keep talking about some trends, some investment ideas, and more. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Rob Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. The news out there on a day-by-day basis isn't pretty. Earthquake in Indonesia. Death toll hits 93. Airplane gone missing in Pakistan with 47 people on it. On a day-by-day basis, there's disasters that happen. And financially, most people aren't ready for those. Um, It's an odd thing to say when you see headlines like 47 die in airplane. People aren't ready for the financial disaster. But imagine if... You know, you're the father of a family where you're the only income earner 
and you perished in a plane crash and you didn't have life insurance, or let's say you did have life insurance but not enough. Um, I have a friend right now who he's got a pretty young family going. And I said, do you have life insurance? Do you have term life? And he goes, no, if I die, she'll just move back to the East Coast uh, with her family. I'm like, that's not really a good plan. <laughs> that's kind of like stupid. It's basically saying I don't want to pay for a worst case scenario. Um, that's kind of not smart. But that's what people have out there. So when we last left off, I was talking about trends. And trends could be your friend and you can make a lot of money. Some of the trends I started talking about was that buildings are going to start using more you know, uh, natural materials. And you know, material scientists are going to be pretty key in involving wind and solar and parks on buildings. If you check out Facebook's uh, building, they took over Sun Microsystems offices years and years and years ago. And one of the things they did was they built a new campus. And it's quite lovely. And on the roof, it looks like Central Park. Uh, talked about the trend of bots and how bots are right now very simple. You know, you could do a little bit of banking with a bot, but not much else. Uh, but those will continue to get smarter and, and egregious in our life. Talked about the trend of synthetic food taking over, you know, plant-based proteins taking over cow. Uh, Going to be a long-term trend, but I think it's it's in place. Virtual reality. I would much rather pay $100 to be in front row of Kanye in virtual reality than pay $100 to be, or let's say $500, 15 rows back. Not saying that I'll never go to another live show again, but I think they're a little overrated. Um, especially if, like, I don't get people who, like, uh, I once got tickets for you two. I know you're saying, ooh, you're bragging. No, I'm not, not bragging. Uh, I got tickets for you too, but the downside was was that, you know, they went on sale at 10 a.m., and I was like, ooh, get, there's four. I'll get up four. I didn't, best seats available kind of thing. And uh, I was literally in the back row, the last row. I could touch the ceiling of the auditorium of the uh, Verizon Center in Washington, D.C. So I, even if I was a sniper, I probably couldn't shoot Bono, if you know what I'm saying. I was that far away. So I got to watch Bono on a big screen, and I could have done that easily from my home as well. So another trend that is going to be more predominant and, you know, if you drive a new truck now, you don't even have to, like, look over your shoulder. Um, It's got radar everywhere. And it'll say, like, hey, you can switch lanes if you want to or don't do it now. Sensors are becoming more and more prevalent in vehicles. Um, but you're also going to start seeing them in living rooms, in retail floors, in hospital bays, uh, more and more sensors. Sensors can pick up different, you know, uh, sets of information. They could pick it up in noisy environments and different temperatures. There's a company called Vivant, or Vivint, V-I-V-I-N-T. They produce security systems that work in a pretty similar way. Smart home technology bundles security cameras with locks and thermostats allowing people, you know, to be safe as well as save energy. Spaces will no longer, you know, simply house and support your activities. They're going to participate. So sensors are on the rise. They are a trend. Autonomous vehicles get a whole lot smarter with companies like Tesla and Uber pushing the envelope as far as they can. 
In theory, Apple is as well. The driverless car. Uh, we're not far from it. And, you know, millions of miles are being logged right now. Uh, will we be... A society's like, no, I don't want an autonomous car. I do. Um, there was a number of times in my life where I was 20, 21, 22, that I probably shouldn't have been driving after midnight. Um, there's no, you know nights like New Year's Eve where a lot of people on the road are drunk. I'd much rather them be in a, a you know a self-driving car than letting them make the decisions. With the right technology, you're going to see cars starting to talk to each other and reduce the chance for crashes. Not wipe them out, but reduce. An emergency maneuver like running a red light to avoid getting rear-ended. It might seem reckless if it was taken by a human, but autonomous cars could work together and create a reasonable and life-preserving way to keep your body safe. So you're going to see more and more autonomous cars, and every year it's a little bit more. You know, think about it from, like I said, if you own a vehicle now, you have radar telling you, you know, don't get over, don't get over. You've got cars that can stop if there's a an object in front of them, especially a human. Uh, Tesla's there with self-driving cars. They're just not legally there with self-driving cars. Uh, and they're, they're figuring out the snow and the rain and the fog and conditions. Virtual reality is going to be something, I believe, used in hospitals. Um, and you're going to start hearing more and more about this uh, to treat people with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, I think here again with virtual reality, you do a lot of stuff that helps people overcome their fears. Um, there's a company called Mind Maze who's a pioneer in the space. They're creating virtual environments for stroke patients, causing their brains to rewire themselves and reestablish mobility in forgotten limbs. Uh, my mom had a couple strokes 20 years ago, 15 years ago, and uh, it sunk. You know, teaching taking my mom to physical therapy. It wasn't fun, and I rationalized it by saying, you know, well, she gave me life, and she birthed me. She carried me around for eight or nine months, so I owe this to her. But when you're taking your mom to a hospital to get physical therapy, and they're teaching her how many quarters and dimes and nickels are in a dollar, uh, when they're, you know, helping her change her clothes, it's good. The more we use virtual reality to help stroke victims rewire themselves, I think, uh, positive. So I think uh, a couple other technologies that you're going to see continue to do well is doctors are going to have a lot more data to make medicine more precise. It's always surprised me when you know a 250-pound man takes two aspirin and a 100-pound lady takes two aspirin. Seems like that doesn't quite work right. So drones, machine learning, all trends that you're going to be paying attention to in 2017 and beyond. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Your retirement needs a plan, but it can be hard to know how to even begin. By keeping your focus on just a few essential issues, you can increase your chances of enjoying a secure future. Step one, sign up for the free webinar, 10 Pillars of Retirement Income, hosted by New Focus Financial. It's Wednesday, December 21st, starting at 7 p.m. 
And during this hour-long webinar, you'll learn from certified financial planner Chad Burton how you can reduce risk with diversification. He'll give you tax reduction strategies and estate planning tips and let you know which bond alternatives and retirement products make sense in today's low interest rate environment. You'll learn how to rebalance your portfolio in retirement and create a tax-efficient distribution plan. And you'll get tips on portfolio structuring, asset allocation, and more. Again, this is a free webinar, 7 p.m. Wednesday, December 21st, for about an hour. Go to newfocusfinancial.com to register now and take the first step towards a secure future. That's newfocusfinancial.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black. Hello, hello. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Got some ideas for you, for sure. Things that we could talk about. Um... It's that time of year where a lot of people make lists. And who doesn't love a list, right? I have a list of lists. And one of the ones that I like to see is tied towards Barron's. Barron's, B-A-R-R-O-N-S. It's kind of a financial magazine newspaper. I like it. I like it a lot. I like you a lot. You ever remember walking? You ever remember uh, walking up to a girl and like you're just practicing what you're going to say in your head, and you have all these ideas, and you're going to be slick, you're going to be cool, you're going to be one of a kind, and uh, you walk up to her and you go, "I, I, I like you a lot." <laughs> That's kind of where I am with Barons. So, Trump stocks are stocks that obviously would benefit from a stronger economy, maybe more defensive-focused sectors. There's trends that you can invest in, uh, emerging markets. You know, uh, once you create a lower class, middle class, and upper class, the lower class wants to be part of the middle class. And there's a lot of the world that, you know, is willing to do the hard work to become that. And I think that's one of the concepts that sometimes we forget in the United States is it takes work to move up and down classes. Uh, I had a college professor say something to me that just shook my world as totally right on. And she goes, you have to try hard to get an F. And I was like, okay, I get it. Uh, literally, you have to go, ah, it's 10 o'clock. 
classes at 10.30. I think I'll sleep in for another 15 minutes. Um, it takes effort to get that off. But you got to move up and down classes, right? So some of the stocks on Barron's top 10 favorite stocks for 2017. A lot of familiar names like Google, Apple, Citigroup, Disney, Merck, Delta Airlines. And then you get into some European names like Deutsche Telekom, Novartis, and Unilever. I remember when I saw Nina. What's her name? Nina. And she did 99 Luftballons. I was watching her on MTV and she's this rocking German chick who's in black leather. And she's 99 Luftballons. Uh, and she's dripping wet. She's playing. The, the video was like of a summer concert. And she's in all black leather. And then she lifts her arm and it's like, hairy armpit. Ah, she's European. <laughs> it's like, yeah. When you're 14 years old, 15 years old, you don't have very complex thoughts yet. Um, you're just like, ooh, I don't know about that. You're almost scared by anything that's slightly different than what you see in magazines and at the pool. So there's an improving economy stock like a Toll Brothers, a Citigroup, a Delta. All of them are cheap. So when Barron's puts together a list, they're taking into account cost. They're taking into account valuation. They're taking into account potential plays on Trump, potential plays on demographics. Um, they're taking you know a sum of the parts kind of story. Uh, if you take a look at Disney and their theme parks, you're like, I, I wish I could own part of that. I dated a girl who worked at Disney when she was a teenager, and she's like, oh, let me tell you about Disney. And she'd give you all these stories about, like, you know, employees would always find the best place to go hook up and make out. I'm like, okay. Didn't really think about that. She's like, well, think about it. It's all teenagers who are hopped up on hormones. And uh, she's like, and, you know, companies like Coke, they actually give away the Coke for free to Disney, and then Disney charges $10 a soda. It's like, makes sense. Send the kid home, addicted to sugar, get a lifelong uh, investment there from Coca-Cola. You don't know if some of these stories are urban myths or they're true, but Disney's the sum of the parts. If you look at the theme parks, you want to own the company. If you look at the movies, you want to own the company. They are, you know, every superhero movie. They are every animated movie that does fantastic. You know, as a parent, you could take your kids to a Disney film and it's going to be pretty decent quality enough that you could stay awake if you want to. So, uh, selecting 10 favorite stocks is kind of a silly idea. Um, their choices from last year trailed the S&P 500 by more than 6 percentage points. They bought AMC Networks thinking that the zombie craze was going to continue. I think we've hit peak TV. And I think it's really, really tough now to gather an audience and have them stay with you in the age of Netflix. Alphabet is one of their stocks that they, they kept on the list. Um, they think it's a reasonable price. They've seen it decline during this year's market rally after Trump got elected. Uh, the non-voting shares trade around 750 bucks, about 23 times earnings. That's not bad. And they're earning a lot of money. And they've started cutting back on moonshot projects. Alphabet... 
is Google. And I hate the name Alphabet, but it, it's, it sticks, right? I mean, I, it's not going to go away. They see it as a $115 stock. Much of that comes from overseas. And they see if Trump allows for repatriation at a favorable tax law. They think the company could absorb a lot of that money back into dividends and into buybacks. So Alphabet remains an impressive growth company with revenues and earnings per share still rising at about 15, 16, 17 percent and only trading at 23 times earnings. Um, on Barron's list of top 10 stocks for 2017 is Apple. There's some basic concerns tied towards the iPhone. But they think Apple's share price, which is at 110, is just 12 times estimate earnings of $9 a share. So it's it's a cheap stock. Um, plus, they've got a lot of cash on the street uh, overseas, which they can bring back. Um, they pull in just a crazy amount of revenue. iPhone 7 has outperformed low expectations. Um, and investors underappreciate the power of the Apple ecosystem, which... Netflix is one of the fastest growing apps in the iTunes store. And every subscription that you have through your iPhone, through the iPhone, um, 15% of that goes to Apple. So that's pretty impressive. So that services business and the Apple Music now has 20 million users. Uh, you do that at 10 times a month. And let's just do it at a hundred time, hundred dollars a year, roughly. Let's just hypothetically say, twenty million times a hundred, and you're like, whoa, that's a multi-billion-dollar business. Um, also on the list this year is Citigroup. They're a large financial institution. They should benefit from a higher interest rate environment and improving economy. Citibank has trailed the pack of post-election, you know, rally plays in the financial sector. Um, because investors don't want that international flavor that Citibank brings. They want the domestic flavor of like a Bank of America. Citibank gets half of its revenues from overseas. It fetches 11 times projected 2017 profits as a PE. Uh, pretty good. We've got a great CEO, Michael Corbett. He streamlined operations already, and uh, they're doing a great job. A company that I love to hate. And it's a weird thing to say out loud, but if there was a literal or a figurative way to poop on a company, I don't like the legacy airline companies. I just feel, I feel dirty where you get to the counter and they're like, okay, it's $25 a bag. Okay, it's, you know, they're now charging, some airlines are charging to use the overhead storage. Some airlines are charging to use the bathroom. And at some point in time, it just just build it into the ticket. Don't you know? Get me every single turn. Just build it into the ticket. Uh, Delta has a nice dividend. It runs an uh, industrial type company. Uh, capital returns to shareholders this year should be about three billion dollars, or eight percent of its market value. They are dominating operations and pricing. They're cutting first class fares. Uh, it made them affordable for more fluent flyers. Um, as a result, more than half of Delta's first-class business class tickets are sold rather than given away as upgrades, um, which is, I guess, pretty smart. And 
you know, sometimes you get in that mindset that I'm not going to pay, pay for first class. I would never pay for first class from San Francisco to L.A. I'd pay for first class from San Francisco to Botswana. I know you're saying Botswana. That's right. Deutsche Telekom is on the list, as is Merck. Merck, uh, Deutsche Telekom is a big play with T-Mobile, a big sought-after asset. Uh, Novartis and Merck are the two drug companies on the list. Toll Brothers and Unilever on the list of the top 10 barren stocks for 2017. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I do my best to roll out content for you that is digestible. Some days are better than others. Some days I have the flu. Some days I'm dehydrated. Some days I just don't got the mojo. Uh, but know that the content is always thought about before it's presented to you. Um, I was going over a list, and this is kind of a cheap day for me, because when you go over other people's content, it's easy, right? But I do like the Barron's list of top 10 stocks for 2017 as a good starting point for maybe something to add to your portfolio. And, of course, you should do more research on it. Um, and you shouldn't just flat out accept it. Uh, if you've never heard of a company called Unilever, for instance, it's the third largest products company behind Procter & Gamble and Nestle. And I like Procter & Gamble and I like Nestle. And there's a reason I like Unilever as well. Even though it's not well known to U.S. investors, um, Procter & Gamble reports a good quarter. I'm like, ooh, let's see what's coming up from Nestle and Unilever. Um you've got exposure to high-growth emerging markets where it gets about 60% of its revenue. They've got brands like Dove, Dove Soap, and Hellman's Mayonnaise, and Lipton Iced Tea, and Ben & Jerry's Ice Cream. For a consumer products company, it's not cheap, because for the last couple of years, we've been like, when's this economy going to slow down? When's the stock market going to stop going higher? When's it going to go lower? When are we going to get a correction? And we've been hiding in names that are safe. Unilever's safe. They make uh, Ben and Jerry's. Those little pints. Oh, good God. I guarantee you about four pounds of my buttocks is uh, tied towards Ben and Jerry products, right? I know you're saying, I don't want to ever think that again. I can't get, I can't get that image out of my head. Um, so 3.6% dividend yield. Try to get that at a bank. Good luck. It's not going to happen. So Unilever's on the list. And under their CEO, the company has kept a pretty tight rein on cost, emphasized higher growth household products like soap and laundry detergent. 
You know, one of the products I love, and this is just how lazy I've gotten. I used to look at like those pods, um, and financially not good advice coming up. Warning, warning, financially not good advice coming up. But there's little pods of uh, maybe it's laundry detergent. You just throw it in the top of the laundry load. Boom, go. Uh, they've got them for dishwasher. Boom, go. There's something in my head that my mother only used powder laundry detergent because it's cheaper than liquid laundry detergent. I know it's probably not something you think about, but it, it adds up, uh, especially in a lifetime when my mom had six kids. But I, I've got a little extra money that I don't mind throwing it into the, the pods, and it's not smart. I'm telling you it's not smart, so at least I acknowledge that. But, wow, the convenience of that, of not having to pour liquid onto clothes. It's like... My problems are really, really wealthy white person problems. Um, I'm not digging ditches. I've got you know a spouse who's lost her teeth and you know was rested with a gun in the front of the car. I don't have any major complications in my life. So a uh, little laundry detergent uh, drama is about as crazy as I get these days. I know you're saying, you go, Rob. Um, I will. I will. I'll leave and I won't come back. And Shame on you for kicking me out. Toll Brothers and other home builders look pretty well positioned according to Barron's for 2017. Um, why? Well, they didn't participate in the recent rally. Um, they're tied towards, you know, they're kind of economically sensitive. But single family homes in America, we don't have enough of them. I was trying to find the the story in that Oakland fire, the warehouse fire. What's the financial story? And I was like, I kept coming back to those 25-year-old kids. They were just being kids. Like, don't make a financial story out of it. But if I had to, um, and this is something me and some of my news anchors talk about, uh, and some people are out of touch. They don't realize that, you know, when I had a place in Pacific Heights, I had a flat. I had, you know, 1,500, 1,600 square feet. It was fun. It was sexy. It was cool. I had friends over. I was living like a pig. Uh, you know, to be in a two-bedroom place by myself, whew, not too shabby. Um, but now, a two-bedroom in San Francisco, you're going to be probably living with three or four people. I've got a friend who makes two hundred thousand. His his girlfriend makes two hundred thousand, and they're in a condo where there's no parking. Now they're not living with four roommates, like I was trying to tell you. Um, is a new trend for sure, but they have to park, you know, three four hundred yards away from where they live, because people in the condo they are living two, three, four, five people to a one bedroom, two bedroom. Uh, you know, two people get rooms. That's out of two rooms. That's four uh, four people, right? Two bedrooms. Someone gets a couch. Maybe someone takes a closet, and suddenly it becomes much more affordable. But the downside is, my friend, instead of having all the parkings eaten up by all these people, so companies like Toll Brothers, we need them to build homes. And that's was the story that came out of my Oakland Fire you know, financial angle, and I can't really talk much about it because it's a sensitive topic for a lot of people. But you know, we need more affordable housing for everyone, 
and single-family homes, we need more. So Toll Brothers is in a pretty good position, in my opinion. So those are the stocks of uh, Barron's top 10 picks for the year. Last year, they didn't do so good. Uh, they had winners like Foot Locker and Discover Financial and uh, Electronic Arts, but they had some stinkers in Apple and AMC and CVS Health. So Lister great for starting off. Lister aren't great for the end-all, be-all uh, financial decision maker. I'm Rob Black. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.